with me, please. Uh, Psalm chapter number 9, Psalm 9 and verse number uh, 10 says this, And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Sing praises to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion, declare among the people his doings. When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them, he forgetteth not the cry of the humble. So grateful for that. If we would, uh, let's uh, open in a word of prayer, and Brother Steve, if you would. Page 221, the first Noel.
maybe see them. <laughs>
Well, it's good to be here. I'm on. Well, it's good to be here. I'm honored that Brother Chuck allowed me to preach this afternoon. <laughs> you might not be feeling too glad to have asked me after this, but we will see. But the one thing I will do better is I'll beat him in his preaching times. But all jokes aside, we'll be reading a familiar passage today. If you would stand for the reading of God's word and join me in Philippians chapter 2. We'll begin reading verse number 1 and ending in verse 5. It says, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Dear Lord, thank you for giving me the opportunity to preach this afternoon. Please give me the words to say, and please just calm my nerves, and please just let it be used for your will and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. My first point is going to be unity in the church. After reading the portion of scripture, we're going to be talking about unity in the church. As we just read in verse 2, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, and being of one accord and one mind. These three ideas, being like-minded, having the same love, and being of one accord, although they are three different ideas, they speak together and have the same idea, a deep, abiding unity among the Philippians. This unity is also the goal SMBT should have. We should all be going in the same spiritual direction and help build each other up in Christ. The second point is, how do we achieve the goal of spiritual unity that Paul has directed for us? In verse 3, we read, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. That is step number one for spiritual unity. In our flesh, we are most often motivated by selfish ambition, not ambition born out of love for others. This is pretty much a promotion of self, which is conceit. The word conceit means excessive pride in oneself. Not all ambition is selfish, though. If we use our ambitions to serve and glorify God, and we serve him with all that we have, that is ambition not done through strife or vainglory. Um... Yeah. Further down in the verse, we are commanded, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. That is step number two. This section of the verse is completely contradictory to the world's view and attitude. The world views lowliness of mind as a fault and not a virtue. American sociologist Gerhard Lenski stated, the pagan and the secular idea of manhood is self-assertiveness, imposing one's will on others. When anyone is stooped to other, he did so only under compulsion. Hence, his action is ignominious. The lacked the spiritual soil. A quick paraphrase on that is the mind without Christ is not capable of being lowly. Lowliness of mind is probably the least attractive thing to the thinking of this world. To have lowliness of mind, we must have the mind of Christ in a Christless world. We must yield to the Holy Spirit, remove our pride and negativity, and have a humble view of ourselves. We must show Christian maturity and respond to the needs of others, Submission to God's will will require faith. In conclusion, as we follow Paul's guidance for the Philippians and we esteem others better than ourselves, we will naturally be concerned for the needs of others. This is an outward working of our inward spirit. This mentality organically leads to unity among God's people. If I consider you above me and you consider me above you, a wonderful thing happens. We have a church where everyone is looked after and not looked down upon. 
Jesus is the ultimate example of humility. Verse 5 tells us, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. While it is easy for us to read that and admire the trade, the trait of Christ from afar, God wants us to imitate it, not just to notice it. Yeah. Let this mind be in you means this is something we have a choice about. We also have a choice to be like-minded and to have one accord and do nothing in strife or vainglory. But having, lowly, but having the mind that was also in Christ Jesus is something we have to let be so. Dear Lord, thank you for letting me speak today. I hope it's used for your glory. And please just help us to have a good rest of the day. And please just use it for your will. In Jesus' name, amen. There's uh, just to piggyback a little bit on what he said. There's exactly one time in the New Testament where Jesus revealed what was in his heart. And in Matthew chapter number 11, he said this, I am meek and lowly at heart. Because Christ's heart is that he's lowly, we should certainly can and should imitate that and emulate that in our lives and being lowly and seeking that. And so if you would, uh, if you're, I hope you're still in Philippians, actually, just turn over a couple pages if you're not. Uh, to Philippians chapter number four, uh, just real quick, I'm not, I'm not going to be long, but I just wanted to have a word of thanks uh, to you all, and so, uh, but uh, if you would look at Philippians chapter 4, and uh, look at, uh, look at over at uh, verse number 14, uh, Paul is writing to the church of Philippi, and he uh, is writing to them, and he's thanking them here at the end for something specific, he says, notwithstanding you've done well that you did communicate with my affliction, now, ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again unto my necessity. And so I understand that as you uh, have participated, I hope that you did. I hope that you found the, uh, the lunch to be beneficial to you. And in, in doing so, that you uh, felt to the Lord to donate to the youth for next year. Uh, and, of course, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, and so, but I understand that there's quite a difference between uh, Paul's life and raising money for camp. Uh, Paul was uh, uh, was afflicted, right? He knew the he knew the depths of humanity, financially speaking. He says, "I I, I have been abased. I, I've been po- I've lived in poverty, uh, poverty, uh, conditions, and uh, he's he's been low. He's been hungry, and uh, he's suffered need. And so, this church at Philippi uh, was a rare church in that they communicated or partnered with him uh, concerning the gospel, and not only concerning the gospel but financially." And they helped Paul uh, in this way, and they sent uh, money to him. And But notice in verse number 17, here's where, here's where I'm getting at. Uh, not because I desire a gift, that's not why he was thanking them, but this is why he was thanking them. But I desire fruit that may abound to your account. And so while you might put a few dollars in the donation box or write a check or however you did it, um, it's, and you give money to the church on behalf of the teenagers, it's ultimately fruit that abounds to your own account. And, uh, and so you're giving back to yourself. And so we're so grateful uh, for any who did feel, uh, feel compelled to uh, give and to donate for the lunch. And I hope that it was good. And uh, many of you participated in bringing the food as well as paying for it. And so, uh, which uh, I understand it's, uh, it can be a, a double burden, uh, but it's also, it could be a double blessing. And so we're so grateful for uh, your participation in it. And um, I'm thankful to, for the teens and how they worked and um, obviously, I couldn't have done it by myself uh, as a youth, dir- youth director, and so I'm thankful for all the work that you all did and for your participation in it, and uh, it's fruit that may abound to your account.
So thank you very much. Let's pray and then have a small time of invitation. Father, thanks so much uh, for the generosity of your people. And thank you for their heart to give and to invest into um, the, the younger folks of our church. And I thank you so much for that. And uh, Lord, I ask you to bless it uh, and bless those efforts. Uh, Lord, I ask you to help us in, in this time of invitation that we remember the words that Jay spoke uh, from your word, that you help us to be lowly in mind because of your being lowly in heart and help us to emulate that in our lives. Love you and ask this in Jesus' name. And if you would stand together, please, the piano will begin to play. And uh, if uh, the Lord has spoken to your heart, that you would not be uh, filled with strife for vain glory, but that you would esteem others better than yourself. Caleb will sing verse number one, just as I am. so much. Um remembrance of uh, of the uh, announcements here, Ladies Thanksgiving on November 5th, and so be here at the church. Uh, it'll start at 5.30, and there's a sign-up sheet on the back table uh, to uh, participate in that. Daylight savings time uh, on the November 6th, and so set your clocks back one hour. This is always the better one, right? And so I uh, get an extra hour there, uh, unless you stay up too late, and then it <laughs> doesn't work that way. But uh, looking forward to having Brother Kuhn with us on November 13th, and uh, so for a Veterans Day service, and so looking forward that and then a youth rally in uh, mission at first baptist church there on november 18th and so uh teens or parents that are bringing your kids please be here by six o'clock that will return around 10 o'clock so um be sure to be in remembrance of those things as we this week that uh,